Alright, so we're coming towards the end of the Hakdama, which is both exciting and uh, terrifying, because uh, we have to actually start the Sefer. So anyway, but uh, towards so until now he's been talking about Kalam and Avodah Hashem, but Sugi is that 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 Hashem will be Marachin in the Sefer itself. But now he begins to talk about you know himself a little bit and uh, and uh, the different sermon that he wrote and, and this Sefer in particular, as we'll see. So we're up to Peace Chaf Hey, Peace Chaf Hey, page Kuf Mem Aleph, and these uh, the, the the editions with the beer, the two volume ones. He says first of all, so you know, at the end of Akdam, we're about to start a safer. So my friends shouldn't be chayshin me that I just I'm a mechaber svarim. Like I just want to be an author. Like there's some people they just want to be an author. So they they you know so they'll publish uh, anything that they can to be able to have that title in their bio that they're an author. So a person shouldn't be chayshin me. My friends shouldn't be chayshin me that I'm just here to be mechaber svarim. Ella, and this is, he, he says this like in passing, but it's such a big aside. The reason I, I, I'm forced into this because of the, the personal tikkun of my own Hashem. In other words, he, he was Margish, and Sadiq was Margish, as we'll, we'll talk about this, that, for, that his personal inyan, his shlichus in the world, and his person, for his personal tikkun to rectify his Hashem, like we spoke about this. Uh, was it like last week or so that that every neshama, you know, when it comes to the world, it's it's masukan, it's it's rectified, it's it's put together enough to function, but your job in life is is to fix yourself, is to continue on in life and engage in moment after moment, experience after experience, which is just different different aspects of yourself, and you're just meeting yourself, different sparks of your neshama, so to speak, different experiences. Of yourself, of your own personality, which need to be fixed and need to be brought into harmony. So every nisayin that you face is not just uh, something else. That's a piece of you that you're meeting that's messed up, and you need to fix that. And there's nothing to be ashamed about. That's why you're here, is to fix that, to fix yourself. That's why you're here. And so, in a certain sense, every person is here, really, for their own neshama. Now, it's not, it sounds selfish. It's not. It's not. A, it's not a matter of, of, of a selfish nakuda. This is the. This is this is of this Hashem. All neshamas are included. So the more you fix yourself, the more the rest of the world is fixed as well, right? The whole world is sort of a reflection of every single one of us. So, and even, even and there is such a thing where a person's avoid in life is to help other people. But even that is really because that's what your neshama needs. So again, it, it, it's, it's a subtle thing that, that, to, to realize that this is not a, it's not living life selfishly, but it's living life with an ultimate purpose and a, and a, and a, and a, and a mission. This is a mission that we didn't necessarily choose in a certain sense. It's just the mitzvah of who we are. Like I've mentioned many times, and this is part of the oymik of it, like I've mentioned many times that a person, uh, in truth, a person shouldn't be able to explain why they're a yid or why they're from, or why they keep mitzvahs. It's just das is das. This is what I do. This is, you know, there's a certain hechrich pnimi, an inner compulsion that a person has to have in order to keep tar, to, to keep tar mitzvahs because that's a deacon of your neshama. And it's only natural. It, it's the most basic instinct for a soul to become rectified. The most basic instinct of creation is to survive, is to live, is to thrive, is to grow, is to develop, is to become healthy. That's, that, that's, that's the most basic need. And so that's, um, and, and that's what drives ultimately our Yiddishkeit is because we're compelled to do that. So sometimes that fixing, that tikkun of the neshama expresses itself in a personal avayda. Sometimes it expresses itself in helping, helping other people. Or in this case, the Kamaran is saying it expresses itself in writing svarim. 
but it's it's a hechrich pnimi. It's a, he was he, he's forced. He, it's not like he's choosing to write to be machab. Uh, he has to. He has to. And so he says, the, the 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 inner compulsion that I'm forced to fix my own neshama that brought me to this place to be machaber svarim. Ubara bi eshatayra lahashav nafshi el makayra im kol neshrashim etzleinu. And within me, the fire of of Yiddishkeit, the fire of Torah, was burning and compelling me to return my soul to its source, as to to fix my soul and to connect it to God with all the souls that are bound to me. So again, you're not doing this on your own. You, when you fix yourself, you're fixing along with you all the neshamas that are connected to you, people that you know about, people they don't know about, people that have lived centuries ago, people that have yet to live. So we're, there's myriads of neshamas that we're being asking that are intercluded within ourselves. Like I said, neshamas are networks as opposed to just single entities. So the more you fix yourself, the more you're also fixing all the neshamas that are bound to you. And that's part of your achrayis as well. And so he says that that, that inner fire was, 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 was burning within me to fix my neshama along with all those that are connected to me. That I shouldn't, according from the Zarkadash, that I shouldn't enter into the next world with embarrassment. In other words, that, uh, that I should be complete to come to the next world. So, okay, so that's the general Indian. So how does a person know, uh, that's a big sugi, how does a person know what their tikkun is? Okay, I mean, one of, one of the qualities, one of the Indian, one of the ways to know is, is what you're naturally drawn to in Yiddishkeit. You know, if a person's naturally drawn to certain uh, certain types of limudim and Tyra, certain uh, sections of Tyra, persons drawn to certain mitzvahs to fulfill, then it's, that's a pretty strong indicator that's your Indian, right? So he says, So he says, and this is an interesting thing because this, this Nikud that he's about to mention, a certain aspect of Tyra, most people, I would say, I, I, listen, it's hard to say most people, but uh, probably many, many people um, know about this section of Tyra, but doesn't necessarily speak to them. But to the Kamarna, it spoke very much and resonated very much. And that was part of his, uh, obviously, he sensed that as a part of his tikkun because it resonated with him. So he says, one of the questions that are asked in Shemayim after 120, the Gemara said, it's a medrash, the Gemara said, it's a, it's a Gemara, then there's a medrash that expands on those questions. Everyone knows the, the few of them, right? Uh, did he do business faithfully? Uh, did you, were you putting an effort to have a family and children? Uh, and so on. Uh, I think the Gemara says five, uh, we're in Shabbos, Lamed, I think. The Gemara says five questions that are asked to you. There's a Medrash in Mishlei that expands on that. And, and one of the questions that the Medrash says is asked is, Tars Kahanim Lam Is it, did you learn, or why didn't you learn Tars Kahanim? What's Tars Kahanim? So Tars Kahanim is, is a section of Medrash. We have two types, two types of Medrashim we have. We have what's called Medrash Agada. Like more gada, you know, gada to medrash. We usually think of when we say medrash. That's medrash rabba, medrash tanchuma. Those are like stories and agada and so on, tenimius. And then you have medrash halacha, midrashim that are that are halachic based. And uh, so you have all different types. So for example, on uh, on sefer brisha is not that much because it's it's not the, there's not that many mitzvahs. It's not hal- sefer brisha is not so much halacha. It's more stories of the avos But sefer shmais, for example. Medrash Halacha, we have Mechelta. Mechelta is a lot of Medrash, it's Halacha. Uh, and then for Vayikra, it's called Taras Kahanim, right? And then you have Sifra for Bamidbar and Sifri for Dvarim. So a lot, for example, when the Gemara, when in Shas, we have Bryce's quoted, Bryce's that are, you know, saying something on a Pasuk in Vayikra, or a Pasuk in Bamidbar, or a Pasuk in Dvarim, usually it's quoting from these Midrashim. So any Bryce that the Gemara quotes on some 
Pasik in Sefer Vayikra, which is predominantly about Karbanas and Halachas of Beis HaMikdash, so it'll usually be, that Brisa that the Gemara quotes uh, in Zvachim and Achas, whatever it is, it'll usually be found in Tarskanim. So Tarskanim is, the, is, the, is the, basically the, the Medrash Halacha on Sefer Vayikra. So it's, again, like I said, it's mostly about Karbanas and about Beis HaMikdash. So again, everyone, you know, so, so Brisker's like learning about Kachim. So, but outside of that, most people, not so much. It's not one of the sections that, uh, that speaks to people, you know, uh, you know, usually. But he says, one of the questions that are asked in a, a person after 120 is, why did he learn Tarskana? Tarskana means the, those Medjish Halach and Vayikra, but it means by extension, Kachim and these things. Interesting is in the Shlila. Right? Huh? Right, does, why don't you? Right. <laughs> right. That's, that's the Medjish over there where it talks about it. It's focusing in on learning. And it says, they ask the person, did you learn uh, Chumash? Yes. Shnais, uh, Gemara, Tars Kahanan, Nice Merkava. And it keeps on going like that. So he says, so that was something that always like spoke to him. It drew, drew him in, Tars Kahanan. When I began to learn Tars Kahanan, I was forced to, 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 to explain it and to give some commentary, for myself at least, to to open it up, to give some way of understanding it. And from those notes that I, that I was taking for myself when I was learning Tarskanim, it turned into a sefer that's called the Seer Sefer. It's one of the storm from the Kamarna. It's a Pirish on Tarskanim. And when I needed to satisfy the thirst of my soul by learning Yerushalmi, it's another thing that he was uh, drawn to. And also I was forced to take notes and to think about them and to clarify for myself. And I worked very, very hard. Until I was able to explain at least a little bit to myself from Yushalmi and Seder Zerayim. And also I had some notes on Seder Mayed in Yushalmi. And a commentary on Mesech Shkolem from Yushalmi. This is called the Sefer Pnei Zaken from the Kamarna. And he says, the truth is, going past that, Zroyim, Mayed, and Mesech Shkolem, I, I, I didn't have the Kaiches to go further. It was weakening me to put in so much time and energy in Nigla. Especially this avoid of writing from Yushalmi was very difficult. And I put it to the side, and, uh, and I focused on, on the aspect of Torah, which which is my Iker Inyan, which he's about to say, is Pnimis Satyra. Now, I, I, guess, I guess next time we'll, uh, we'll continue. It's already getting, so you're getting a little bit late. So just, just one small Nakuda on the bottom. He quotes over here. Um, if you look, take a look on the bottom, by, on, the, on the left side. So uh, was it four lines, four lines from the top. So he's quoting over here from the Hakdama that the Kamarna wrote. On the Sefer Pnei Zakin on the Yishalmi, right? That was the Sefer that he just referenced on the Yishalmi. So he quotes over here a few lines from Nakdam over there, and it gives a little bit of a of a window into how the Kamarna saw his Svarim Nigla vis-a-vis his Svarim on Nister. So he says, Vizel Shainis, so again, it's four lines in, on the left side. Vizel Kol Shua Navshi, Mishuresh Es Besharish Navshi Miyom Hivaldi, La'ayin Ba'or Verazi Taira. He says, and the, the, the Iker delight of my soul, from the very root of my being, from the time that I was born, is really to learn and to investigate and to learn and to teach That's really what my Indian is and where my Nesham is. But, but here's an Akuda. But even in that Tafkid, which is learning Pinimisatar, and, and which is the soul of Tyra, you can't have a soul without a body. 
can't have a soul without a body. And you can't always live, live off of fancy wines and delicacies. You have to also, uh, you know, you have to have your fruits and vegetables, you know, you have to have your bread and so on, which is Pshatei Atar, which is the, 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 the Niglas Atar. So for Yigati B'Tabar Kol Koichi, and therefore I put in a lot of effort with all my put all my effort to Tyra. The Marty Lenavshi, and I and so so that in other words, so what the commander is just saying is that all the young that did a Niglas at Tyra, he doesn't see that as like a side job or a side, you know that's part of his Iker Tafkid, which is teaching Pinimis at Tyra. But you can't have a soul without a body. So all the Sarma Nigla that the commander wrote, he saw that as part of a unified Indian that he's trying to give over, which is the soul of Tyra through the body. And he says an amazing thing also. For Marty Lenavshe, I also said to myself, that a, a servant who has a big stomach is not worth his value. It's a line from the Gemara. In other words, and he says, and if I'm going to do this, if I'm writing these swarm, if I'm learning this, I don't want to focus just on myself. I want to be able to help for future generations. So I'm going to put these down in swarm form, and then I'll be able to... Uh, to help other people. And uh, that's what the Kamarna said. So again, so that's Hashem, I guess, with tomorrow's Friday. So next week we'll we'll continue on to see how he describes uh, this safer and other sermon that he wrote as well, more in Pneumus Satire. Okay. We should be to find the Tikkun of Anishamas.